I have pictures of my, my favorite breakfast place. Got my picture taken the day after the draft. We were headed out there on a Saturday morning, and they took the sign down. John Schneider Show on Lyman and Bob. Every Thursday until draft day. I picked the sound of pick. He's like, oh, absolutely. And we got around to it and just Julian it. And I'm like, sweet. They're going to pick Julian Edelman. And he's like, no, I was just kidding, man. With Seahawks general manager, John Schneider. Well, we are still waiting for the GM to show up. Perhaps uh, they're wheeling and dealing upstairs right now. Maybe they're signing a linebacker. Well, we, we, I read you that uh, tweet that, that Devin Bush was apparently in town today paying a visit to the Seahawks. So uh, we'll see. Oh, well, here we go. Just on, on, on the mark right here. Hop on over here. we got the John Schneider pulling up right now. We're going to have to pot him up on the board over there if we could uh, and, and uh, get some volume going there. Dave, Dave's playing engineer right now, hopping over there. I think it's number three. Go ahead, John. Gentlemen. There he is. Bob. There he is. How are you, man? Did you get that? It's a Brett Favre joke right there. Gentlemen. John, how you doing? <laughs> Starting out with a joke. Yeah, no, no, I was just, yeah. How yeah. you doing? Drew Locke, man. Let's go. Yeah, coming back. Oh, he's got done? Drew Locke, yeah. He's coming one? back, yeah. Breaking oh, news, yeah. Drew awesome. Locke. Is that awesome where you dude. were? You were up there yes. finalizing the deal with yes. Drew Locke? Yes, just got oh, that. Very nice. What, what yeah. can you give term? One well, year, two year? Yeah, no, he's, it's, it, no. All right. No, um, <laughs> no. What a great guy, though. I'm really excited. You know, um, you, you really can't give terms. Huh? No, no, I can't. You'll read about it here, and then it'll be like right. it'll be like seven million dollars more than it really is. It's oh, yeah, it'll be a yeah. nine-year deal yeah. worth. Uh, okay. No, what a what a awesome guy. You know, um, everything he's been through. Last year, we talked about it a bunch. Uh, coming here, you know, um, competing with Chino. Getting COVID, you know, that really bad timing for him. But uh, that was game three. That was yeah, going to be his yeah, game to Game start. two was going to be his game um, against Chicago here. Okay. And then he got really sick. And then, you know, he was still, he still didn't have his legs. That's right. We only have three Dallas. games now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just really excited. Just, yeah. Really, like, really happy for him. Seemed like he was a really supportive guy as he was. far as uh, yeah. with Gino. I mean, always there. And that's, that's got to be tough as a backup quarterback. I think it's one of the toughest positions in the league. Yeah. You don't get reps and things like that. But he seems like a, a guy that was all in to be the backup. No, he was great. You know, and both those guys were awesome uh, with, you know, pushing each other and then the support that they showed. You know, Gino, you know, Gino's um, scrimmage and, and, um, and Drew's scrimmage, Drew had a little bit more success that day. You know, I forget exactly how it happened, but Gino was amazing afterwards. He's like, "Hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm here, for, I'm here for, I'm here for Drew, and and uh, you know, if he's the guy, I'm here to support him." And then, and and obviously, Drew was you know the same way, uh, treated treated Gino the same way, and was great all throughout you know all throughout the season and and competing. And you know, he uh, he knows how much we love him. Um, he knows how important it was, and and. Uh, you know, both their exit interviews were great. So, yeah, really excited. Well, I've got the terms of the deal here. If you, if you need them, according to Mark Gar- Mike Garofalo, says they've agreed to terms with quarterback Drew Locke on a one-year deal worth $4 million base with incentives that can take it to $7.5 million, sources say. Yeah, fairly close, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> how, how often do you go through what, whether it's Schefter or Garofalo or Rappaport, how often do you go through and go, Wrong, wrong. Well, they right, just, it wrong. just shows up on the ticker, and they're maxing their value, and they should. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, you don't want to, you know, if you're an agent, you're not going to want to sit there and say, you know, hey, you know, on the low end of things, right? Yeah, I mean, at the very, you know, at the, at, this is my base, and you know, I can build it to here, and that's that's why uh, NFL uh, uh, 
uh, contracts are so interesting and complex because you know the, the guaranteed money isn't there. So there's so many different uh, avenues to add to the contract and negotiate and. and um, yeah, there's all kinds of different silos you have to take care of. Hey, let me ask you about the, the process as far as free agency goes. Um, and Draymond Jones. Yeah. And is there – were you looking at him last year? Yeah, so Dre. I guess it's Dre. I, I was told today it's Dre. It's it like Kenneth Walker. Yeah, it's like Ken now. Yeah, so yeah. Dre, <laughs> Dre. Dre, yeah. So met Dre today. Huge, like, you know. Big mips. Hands, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I met him before, like, what, four years ago, but – um. Yeah. Really impressive looking dude. So, what about? I'm sorry. I yeah, forgot. But that. he he was a guy. That, My mind's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on fire right now. He's uh, fired up. Yeah. This Drew Lock thing got yeah. him going. Yeah. Well, I mean, was there any chance you guys were looking at him for the when the trade happened last year? Yeah. You yeah. know, and yeah. I'm thinking they were maybe. Well, how about Shelby Harris? I mean, you don't yeah. Have to tell we we talked about a bunch of guys, and he was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. And they us. were not willing to part with him. Yeah. So yeah, we were able to. Um, how, how much the aspects of free agency, so the aspects of free agency, right? So, you know, we're negotiating with, you know, several uh, defensive linemen. Um, let me reverse. The f- There's so many different phases to uh, a free agency. The first day, you know, we, we pride ourselves on being involved in all these deals and then making a decision on, okay, it's gotten to this point. Are we in? Are we out? Are we going to, you know, how far are we going to keep going? Uh, we knew that we really want to address the, our defensive line. And, uh, so we, we we're still trying to do that. We're working with a number of different guys right now, talking to a number of different players, and um, and helping our, our defensive line and defense and everything. So, but uh, you know, you have that first day that is really like you know, uh, phase one. So it's really intense. It's it's you know, you're competing against other teams. You don't know what's truly real or not real, and you know, it's not like you can call up another team and be like, hey, did you really offer that, or is this guy you know, is the agent full of horse doo doo or what? You know, so uh, you know, you're constantly. Um, <clears throat> in these in these negotiations and you know you're you're negotiating against other teams so those guys markets just you know they, they rise throughout the day and so you know either you're going to sign the guy and go for it or you're not and you know you get to certain levels where you have to dip out and then you know then everybody's markets kind of you know uh, tend to well then you have players that, that are you know coming out once the um, cap casually guys that are coming out uh, once everybody comes to uh, once they have to balance their books for uh, the salary cap when the new league year starts, then you see now you see more names start popping up as salary cap casually guys, and you want to still, you know, keep some of your powder dry, as uh, Ted Thompson would say. Uh, you want to, you know, save some of your money to um, be able to to uh, negotiate with those guys too. But generally, you know, the longer free agency goes, the the markets tend to, um, you know, really by position dictate, you know, what's what's going on, and and, and so we try to balance that out with what's going on with our team and you know what we can afford and what our budget is you know how we've identified uh you know certain budget like per position is as far as guys you're looking at how far in advance do you are you looking at like even next year's crop going well that guy's going to be a free agent he's going to be a free agent how far in advance are you looking towards upcoming free agents that I guess you don't yeah. always know what your needs are gonna be, but do you do you kind of yeah, have your think, eye on guys sure, way yeah. way in advance? Yeah, when we start, you know, training camps, really, you know, when we start going to preseason games, uh, when the when the scouts start going out, the pro scouts start going to preseason games, or some of the college guys going out to preseason games, they'll know who the upcoming free agents are, and and you don't really pay attention to them on a live look. Um, you know, if we see them uh, when we you know when we you know go to games and we're mm-hmm. playing guys, we're like okay, you know, we focus. 
in uh you know in the pregame just to you know size them up and see you know see how they're doing see how they're interacting with their teammates and everything and you're watching that you know all throughout the year i would say like with 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 evan brown you know it it was really cool our, our you know we have a, we had our um free agent meetings end of uh end of december early uh january and he was a guy that really stood out you know that the the willie and dj and Armani and Nolan and those guys really, you know, focused on like, hey, look, like this is a guy that, you know, he's been playing guard, <clears throat> excuse me, but he's ideally he's a center. You know, he started 47 or 48 games at SMU at center. And then, you know, uh, he started two years at, at, at uh, Detroit. He was a center and then they had to move him to guard. You know, um, they have a really good center right now. So he, he's playing, he's playing guard. So he can, he can, he can play both, but he's really, truly a, a, a center. And so, it was pretty cool to be able to identify that guy and kind of watch the process yeah. go. And then, um, yeah, kept negotiating with him. And he's uh, represented by a guy named Drew Pittman, who's a really good agent, really good really good guy. So uh, we just kind of, you know, focused on staying in touch with him and, and watching that center market go. Let's talk about the most important position on the field, linebacker. <laughs> uh, where, yeah. where are you guys with that? You lost lost Cody to yeah. the commanders for, for a year. And how pressing of a need is that any updates on it's on a that? need it, it definitely is a need uh dave you know i'd be lying to you if it wasn't it's it's a it's a position that when you look at um free agency and the draft not based on uh talent levels uh or performance but there's just pure more numbers there mm-hmm. so you really have to focus in other areas um where there's less numbers because it just dries up that much, you know, things just go much quicker um, at that position. This year you've had some linebackers uh, kind of go out earlier, take some deals um, right, wrong, and different. That's up to them. We're really happy for Cody, you know, excited for him. He's going to be, you know, starting at Mike for, for the commanders now. So, you know, we love him and wish him all the best. They'll, you know, be rooting for him. But uh, uh, linebacker's really a position on, you know, <laughs> you come across the – table here and kick my butt or something but like he's looking like he wants, to, he, he wants to kill me right now no it's just like the this this the just get a numbers. The street no that's not no that's not true see now you're going somewhere that we weren't supposed to go or we weren't headed um but it's just a position where it's just there's 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 numbers there now what ha- what has happened and is happening this year is you know guys are taking um guys have jumped out and said hey you know if I, if if i'll take such and such a deal at such and such a level if you guys are ready to to jump, which it's like, okay, so now you're, you're competing with other teams for guys that, you know, are ready to, are ready to sign quicker. And, you know, their agents are, you know, probably ahead of the game, um, because they're, they're basically saying, Hey, look, I don't want this, this market to get any worse. I don't want people's cash to dry up, their cap to dry up. Um, I better get out there and get on it right now. So, um, but <laughs> long-winded answer, yes, it is an area of concern for us, but our defense is, in, in general, we're trying to upgrade. Um, um, upgrade. I apologize. We're trying to improve our, our defense anywhere we possibly can right now and add, add competition to the whole group. Hey, we, we talked to you before, and you talked about having conversations with Bobby Wagner, and we talked about just bringing guys back. Yeah. You did it with Jaron Reed. Yeah. Jaron Reed comes back. Is that yeah. – is that a, a conversation that was happening, you know, a while ago, and you're just keeping an eye on it, or was that kind of like, hey, think, this guy's a free agent, and we know him, and we know what he brings? Yeah, great question. You know, having drafted somebody like that, you're always, you know, it's like a, you're always, you're always loving the guy up, and and, uh, you know, we didn't want him to go. He made a business decision. Uh, we had to make a business decision. He had to, he had to respond. He decided to go to Kansas City, 
that's his prerogative. Uh, you know, he's he he went to KC and he was in Green Bay and he's done. I mean, he started 14 games last year. He played great. Uh, and so you know, it, it's 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 one of those deals where again you have you have that relationship. He knows. You know, he knows Stu upstairs in the cafeteria real well. He knows EK, Mo, like all these guys, Dave, Pierce. He knows everybody. And so our culture really, you know, attracts him. And, you know, could he go somewhere else for more money? Absolutely. Does he want to, did he want to come back here? Um, and, 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 you know, like do what, you know, be part of a a special thing that we're building right now and that, you know, help us get over the top. Yeah. you, You want to do it now. He was down the hall. I heard him bashing Green Bay this morning. And I was like, hey, 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 <laughs> slow down, man. Like, I grew up in Green Bay. You back off, big fella. <laughs> well, he looked great, though. He, he looked great. He was all fired up. So well, you it was pretty do, cool to see those two guys in the building today. Yeah, and you do a good job, uh, you and Pete both, about not burning any bridges. I mean, somebody yeah. leaves, whatever, you know, it's always a good relationship, and well, they want to come back. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, Dave. I mean, it's hard when guys leave. There's no, like, real, like, okay, what's the smoothest way to, you know, you know, have a exit strategy. It's, it's never, a little awkward. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's never it's never it's never great. And when you when you focus on relationships and it's really important to you how you try to take care of everybody and and how everybody in the building's taking care of, of of the players and supporting the players as much as they possibly can, it's always really tough. It's tough for everybody. So there's no easy way to yeah. you know to to say hey look we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on. Like we all gotta go our separate ways. But the cool thing is like. You know, like I walked down the cafeteria yesterday, and you know, Cliff and Michael Bennett are in there grabbing lunch. You know, what I mean, it was awesome. You got the you still let him in the building, him. huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep him away from my office, but yeah, yeah. yeah let him in the building. No. Hey, uh, I've had some interesting conversations with Michael Bennett in my office. Yeah, oh, no, I'm sure. No, he's, yeah, he's a blast. What a great guy. So he's in town with the girls, so it's pretty cool too. I, I was asking Dave this. I'm curious your response. Are there, are there <clears> positions <throat> you look at on the field that you say? I'm I'm more like it's easier to address this position with a rookie as opposed to a vet. In this position, no, I need somebody that's got experience. I can't put a rookie. Like we were talking about center. Yeah, we were talking about absolutely. boy, is do you want a rookie center versus yeah. a veteran center or linebacker? Some seem like they favor yeah. a younger guy versus a guy with experience. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can go through the positions and rank them. Sure. Yeah, there's there's positions that where you're you know you'd say you know running back your natural instincts are going to just take over. You know, so right. you can play with a younger guy there. Uh, center you have to have the right brain that guy's got to be able to communicate with the rest of his you know uh offensive lineman um with a unit making a, a cohesive group as well as working with the, with the quarterback and and so you know that has to be a, a special brain those guys have to function at a, at a certain level but yeah for sure it's it's different uh by position you know and then and you know like with receivers too i mean you see a lot of receivers come in that are really really talented and you're like man i thought that guy's a take off a little quicker well, you know, it's the 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 the, uh, the route tree and the the uh, adjustments in the National Football League are a lot more sophisticated than they are in college football. Your pro days schedule is coming up yeah. here, and you know, I've always said I feel like you know the combine is a, is a there's more competition going there, whereas you know you do it at your own place, and it's like you have your own receivers yeah, to throw yeah. the ball and stuff. And yep. I would think maybe a little bit of an edge as far as you know the combine performance versus a pro day performance. But tell tell me I'm wrong, or you know what, no, I what think, do you find out at pro day? Uh, it's similar to you know what you were asking. You know it depends on the position. Uh, you know the quarterbacks. You like to see them. 
you know, throw at the combine with, you know, different timing receivers and everything and how they're adjusting the ball, like the release, where, you know, the ball, natural ball carriage for them and, you know, uh, how they're, how they're stepping through and holding the ball. Anyway, uh, release, all that kind of stuff. But then when you see them at, at their pro day, it's, it's scripted. It's, it's, uh, it's all the receivers they've been throwing with all the time. Right. So things tend to look, you know, they tend to look nicer, you know, so. You know, you know. Next week, you know, we'll see Alabama, we'll see Ohio State, we'll see Kentucky. You know, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see if if, if those guys are if they're running their own, uh, you know, if their their quarterback, uh, you know, coach or guru guy or whatever is is running their workout, or if they they're doing it themselves. Or um, yeah, it'll be it, it's it's going to be really interesting to, to to see all those guys and and how they handle themselves. You know, like. And to your point, like in a real comfortable environment. Yeah, and really quick, just like yeah. just in general, how many do you go to a year? I know you probably don't have your schedule yet, but well, we, we you know we haven't. Um, yeah, we're our schedules all set, but we we uh, you know I mean you having the fifth pick, having the pit fifth pick in the draft is you know we gotta we gotta we gotta go see these guys throw in person and yeah. and, and see you know talk to you know talk to more coaches, get more questions answered. Um, yeah, just you know trying to figure out the whole like we talked about last week, like the whole movie, like. You know, we're in, you know, like maybe halfway through the movie right now. How, like, how's it going to turn out? It, it, as far as, uh, I mean, obviously the big news around the, the draft and the combine is Jalen Carter. I don't expect you to comment on him specifically. But when, when that comes out in, in public and, 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 you know, A, the story of what happened, then we hear about his workout and, oh, he's breathing heavy, couldn't make it through the workout. I feel like these are things you already maybe knew in advance maybe we find out about it certainly the incident but yeah. even hearing about yeah we were hearing the guy's not in shape or maybe he's not ready for this workout or are those things you tend to hear prior to all of us hearing about it when when things like that go on yeah i mean it's it's, it's part of it, it's part of the, you know our area scouts responsibility and those guys do a great job of it of of you know uh talking to every every source they possibly can that they trust uh Everybody that, that they feel like, okay, you know, I'm getting a really good feel for this guy. And when they, when they, when they, when we, when we meet before our, the combine, that's what, those are our long meetings where we, that's actually where we put, put our board together for the first time. We're building a list of questions that we need to get answered. And they, they, they lay it all out there and they have as much character, uh, information as they, as they possibly can, but also knowing that we have a lot more to get answered, uh, throughout the spring and, 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 and before the draft. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, in, in certain situations, you're, yeah, you want to see how a guy, you know, is the guy to your point, like, is, was he, is he a good worker? Is he not a good worker? Is he in shape? Is he not in shape? Is he in better shape than the coaches said or they, or that, you know, sources said at the school or, you know, how do they, wow, this guy was more, you know, um, wasn't as impressive, impressive as the coaches said he was. Yeah. Right. So there's like this whole puzzle you're trying to figure out, like all throughout the process. And, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, situations off the field. We have a whole, you know, you know, George Engelbright does a great job of, you know, researching that with, uh, uh, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I started talking too much there. Yeah. Good job, though. You're, you're making Pearson good. nervous yeah. over that here, man. Yeah. George does a great job. You were going to yeah. say Dave Love and yeah, you know, yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah. – Billy, all those guys. But, yeah. no, I mean, no, I, we, I think those guys do a great job of investigating everything we possibly yeah. can. Now, your scouts, I mean, we always talk about this like it, it sounds kind of cliche, but they do go and talk to trainers and equipment guys and things like that. I mean, that's 
that's pretty much standard procedure, right? When oh, definitely. You're not just looking yeah. at film and looking at the kid on the sidelines. You're actually, they're going in depth. Yeah, academic counselors, uh, any really? advi- any advisors that, you know, you can talk to. Yeah, we try to be as, you know, the guys, the guys know they, they, have, they, they're the experts in their area. We don't do, do what's called cross-checking, so, uh, so we, our guys have a specific area, you know, like, and, and, and so say you have the Northeast and the Midwest, you're the expert in the, in the Midwest. You go through there as much as you possibly can. You're the, you're the expert in the Northeast. You go through there as much as you possibly can. I've been with, um, clubs that cross check. So like they would go through there. The, the, the one guy would go through the Northeast. And then when he got done with this area, he would go to the Midwest and cross check the other guy. Well, we don't do that. We, you, you keep going into school. Try to go into school, big schools, three, four times, and, and try to get you know try to get as much information as you, as you can. Um, and then guys like you know Matt Berry, Trent Kirshner, um, Nolan, uh, myself, uh, Aaron Heinlein, we'll we'll go in over the top, you know, and we'll we'll do the cross check, if you will. So mm-hmm. our guys do a great job of, of of being the expert in their area. It's like on the pro side, uh, when I've talked to you guys, I think about you know when we split up the teams. Uh, you know, we always say, "Hey, Bob, if you're responsible for the NFC, Dave, you're you're responsible for the AFC. You guys are the experts on those teams. You're the general manager for all those teams, and you're the general manager for those teams. And then, you know, you're expected to know, okay, why they're making specific moves or who they could go to, you know, as a cap casually move or who they might be trading or, you know, who's coming up as a free agent like you were talking about earlier. Who, like, who should we really be studying? So what are their strengths? What are their deficiencies? And then, you know, when we get uh, together before the draft, you know, they'll 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 present to the whole room about, look, okay, this team, strengths, weaknesses, strengths, you know, like, and so that's all in our draft room we can see it. Is there is there a different level of, uh, I don't know if intensity is the right word or focus, you guys are typically picking at the bottom of the first round because yeah. you've been successful. You got a number five pick. This is not. This is the highest you guys right. have been in terms of a pick since you've been here. So, yeah. is there a different level of? All right, guys, we got to get this right. Maybe you don't take a chance on a player there that you would take a chance on at twenty six or twenty five. There's a different urgency to get number five right versus. All right, if we're picking at twenty six, yeah, we're still doing our research and doing our due diligence. Yeah. But if it doesn't work, it's not as punitive as if we miss on number five. Yeah, I know where you're headed. Uh... Yeah, there's different there's different shelves all throughout the draft. There's different levels and there's there's, there's like cutoffs. So, um, you know, to your point, we haven't picked up here since we you know we we drafted Russell, Okun, and and Earl. And mm-hmm. so you're you're studying you're 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 um, preparing. There's more in, there's more in depth study of those players that you know you, you have to cover those all those players. Right, you have to be ready for those players when you're picking at. Like you know, twenty five, twenty eight, twenty two, you know. I mean, just because there's thirty, you know, thirty two, you know, first round slots, that doesn't mean there's thirty two first round players every year, right? You know, some years you might have thirty four, some years you might have sixteen or twelve or whatever. You know, it depends on the class. So, yeah, it's not it's not a um, intensity. It's a it's a thorough. It's more like a thoroughness. You have to be. We have to be more thorough on those players uh, at the top of the draft because we don't necessarily know how it's going to fall. Um, and quite honestly, we're not used to, um, you know, the interaction up there when you're talking about, um, intensity, there's a, there's a level of, um, you know, those, those, those draft choices, you know, I mean, you move down those slots. I think, you know, if you, if you move from say, you know, from, um, 
where was Carolina nine? Yeah, they were nine, at nine yeah. and Chicago went to nine. So if if we were to trade with Scott Fitter or with Carolina, you go from five to nine. That's that's an eight million dollar swing in cash, right? Mm-hmm. So those are that 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 part. I think you're right. You know, I, I think that's where you're headed. There's like this, like when you're tra- tier, when you're yeah. trading up to these different tiers of, of players. It's like okay. Is that guy really worth that? Is this player worth that? Yeah, yeah. And how do you how do you maneuver in there? Yeah, we haven't we haven't done that. We're not we're not used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we're, we're learning on the way. Okay, yeah. yeah so <laughs> no, we're studying it and, and trying to figure it out and be on top of everything. When when Fit did that trade last week, I was like, hey. You know, like, I need to make more calls, man. I'm like, what's going on, Scott? Like, you, I'm like, well, I was just with you for a week, and you didn't say a word about that. He's like, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm like, oh, God, man, let's go. He, he learned I thought from, we were boys. Yeah. He learned from the master. Yeah, shoot. You don't say a darn thing. Shoot. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you've had plenty of times to, like, fill out a bracket for the NCAA tournament or anything like that. I was, I was rooting for Tony Bennett, you know, Green Bay guy, and they got beat today. So, yeah, that was, and then, yeah. Marquette. I'm rooting for Marquette. You know. Yeah, there you go. My parents went to Marquette. So, other than that, no, not really at all. Are you going to drop a movie line on us? Or are you going to? Um, <laughs> no pressure, but really, you, know, you, you hit us no, with I, Wedding you, Crashers you know, last no, week, you know right? What? You know what? Um, wedding Crashers. Yeah. You know what? Um, Dave did crab crab one. cakes and football, baby. Crab cakes and football. Yeah, that's how we do it. Your, your wife's favorite is? Uh, no, we can't say my wife's favorite now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's it's clean. It is. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. That's okay to say. Of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. John. Uh, all right, fellas. We appreciate it, gentlemen, always, man. Gentlemen, Bob. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. I like, I like it. I like it. Okay, good. Making sure I got that one. Yeah. Thanks, John. <laughs> See you guys. John, we appreciate you, man. Hear Wyman and Bob every afternoon, two to seven.